Welcome back to Talking Shop Podcast, Ohio's number one running podcast. This is Noah Graham here, joined with Hunter Moore and Nathan Moore. Got some cool stuff for you today. Nike Cross Country Regionals was last weekend. I'm going to hit you with some different stuff first from that, and then I'll pass it over to Hunter. He's going to throw some college stuff at you. Uh, we'll get right into it with the boys' championship race. There were 28 teams that competed overall. I'm going to stick to the teams first, then we'll head over to the individuals, because I'm sure we all got a little bit to talk about there. Yes, we and I do. got some questions to bring up to the others. Um, like I said, 28 teams in the race. Mason, the uh, best team in Ohio, the Division One state champs, they were seventh overall. They scored 249 points. Something I want to bring up, their number one runner the entire year, Isaac uh, Schlattleiter, something along those lines, how you say it. Ran 16.05 at this meet. It was a really fast meet. That was not a good time for him. This was after he took a DNF at the state meet last weekend. What's going on? Um, Do you have a scoop on that specialist? I I heard he got... What? I don't don't know quite how to say this. Basically ran over at the state meet. That's what I heard. Um, Very... That's awful. (laughs) And it was... The details I heard were relatively graphic. Um, oh. So I won't say those, but I don't know to what extent everything was because obviously he was able to run the next oh. weekend, not quite uh, where yeah. he'd usually be. Right. And if he was injured enough that he had to take a DNF, why could he run it all the next weekend? I, I don't know for sure. Um, but if something's wrong with Isaac, we're certainly uh, passing along our best yeah, to him. Yeah, honestly, props to him for going going out and giving one last run. He's a senior, right? Yes, mm-hmm. he is. Giving it one more race. You know? For the team. Right, the going team. on a good note. I mean, I'm sure he wanted that all-Ohio performance and probably yeah. a top-ten performance probably at the a, state meet. Probably even a Mason and a Ben birth, too, I'm sure. Looking at that season, he probably wanted I don't th- that. I, yes, I don't beforehand. think. Beforehand. No, I don't think they'll get it now, obviously. But I'm saying going into the race. I don't think he would have been enough to jump them gotcha. to the next spot. Okay. Let me see here, because second place was 145 points. Yeah, wow. and Mason was at two forty nine, yeah. like I said, and yeah, Isaac only scored eighty, Dude, make, so that wouldn't have been enough. Making it the NXN as a team is almost impossible. It is impossible. <laughs> it's, nine, it's like impossible, right? And I think I mentioned yeah. this nine weeks, but to make it to NXN, there's nine different Nike regional courses. You have to be the top two, gives you eighteen overall, and then the committee over there takes the next two teams. Um, sure. But so Mason at seventh. Um, Lancaster was ninth. Big race for them. They beat Marlington, who is ranked ahead of them coming in, as well as St. X. Um, we've kind of talked about Lancaster a bit this year. They have a set of triplets, the Lenoys. It's, uh, I don't know them all off the top of my head, but they ran very well. Um, let me see. I got it right in front of me. Trevor Caden and Isaiah Lenoy um, ran very well. Uh, Trevor Lenoy. Um, led it with fifteen twenty four, and then Caden fifteen forty. Uh, but that was a great day for them, pulling off those upsets. Unfortunately, against my alma mater, um, everyone races a little bad. But that brings us to the next Ohio team in the men's race, which was Marlington. Um, they were eleventh. Something I do want to talk a little bit about this. Um, wasn't Sernansky's best day in the office? On a fast day, he ran fifteen thirty six. I'm sure he was thinking himself more in the 15-10 area. But more specifically, their other junior, Mike Nichols, um, who I will touch on a little bit later in the individuals, but he was 34th in a time of 15-25. He, kind of, he led the way. That was the second fastest time for the Dukes on the season. Um, I'll get into that a little bit more once I hit the individuals. But also um, representing Ohio was Medina, 18th. Um, Dublin Kaufman, 19th. Hilliard, 
uh, was 21st, obviously led by that phenomenal NXN berth from Ackley, which we'll touch on as well with the individuals. Then St. X, the D1 state runner-ups, falling all the way to 26th. Maybe it was the cold Yikes. or something. I'm not sure, but that was yeah. not a good performance for them. For 26 boys. on 20 out of 28 teams. Evan Trapp, who's legit, ran 1547. Their it's second guy, 1623. Not the day they were hoping for. Just um, for a little hobby jog out there. Pretty much. You know, sometimes it can be hard to come back after that state meet. You see it mm-hmm. uh, a lot of years. I know, obviously, being close to Marlington, we kind of set the precedent a little bit different last year. We screwed around a lot after the state meet. Um, not everyone's head was in the right place going into NXR, but they ran pretty well overall this year. <laughs> what does that mean? A lot of goofiness going down or what? Yeah, don't take it as seriously as you did during the season. You come off a high off a of state meet. Sure. Teams do all, I guess people so. blow up all the time. Yeah. Nathan Moore waxed Nathan Mountain two weeks in a row. <laughs> Didn't show up for NXR. What the? Or XC Town Meet of Champions. It's just how it goes. It's hard to come back after the state meet. Nothing yeah, crazy. I mean, yeah. I, I never ran as well at the postseason meets as at state. So yeah, I, I did pretty good that one year. Well, if you put the yeah. whole focus on this one meet of the season and yeah. you get past that, it can be difficult. It but is. Obviously, it, it was for St. X. Uh, yeah, moving on. Moving to the girls' championship race. Um, 30 teams overall in the race. Really cool. Third overall at NXR was Hilliard-Davidson. Wow. Upset the D1 state champs Mason, who was fifth. Uh, Hilliard-Davidson had at 187 points with a 8th. Third, eight, I'm sorry, 18.30 average, which is phenomenal. 18.30. That is wow. blistering. Yeah. The girls' race, like I said, we'll get into the individuals in a bit, wasn't quite as hot um, as the guys' race. The guys' race was a lot of course records broke, um, but it was so fast. The Hilliard-Davidson was led by Caitlin Jones. She's committed to Vautech. She ran 18.03. Um, and like I said, the defending state champs, um, Mason were fifth. They had 208, so only 20 points behind Hilliard in a big field like that. Uh, not too bad. Um, freshman, we've been talking about her all year. Effa Pasca led the way for him. She ran 17.49, which is just another phenomenal yeah. time for her. Um, so then we have Abby Drozdak from Northmont. She was 20th in 17.53. Savannah Dennison from Menor was 27th. She ran 17.56. These are all fast times. I'm just kind of listing people off, but a lot of fast times, us who uh, ran at Terre Haute specifically, um, <laughs> no, it's not like a super fast course or anything. Terre like, Haute? Terre Haute. It's not that deep. <laughs> yeah, it's so um, <laughs> But it's not, the, not that fast, but these are fast times yeah. from all these. These, I mean. these are incredibly fast times. Uh, on the guy side, was, the course record was broken by 26 seconds, I believe. I believe I it shocked. is, and we'll touch on that in a second. I want to yeah. finish getting through these. Sure. And I actually, I apologize for, on the team side. I said Hilliard was third, Mason was fifth, and I forgot to mention as well, uh, representing Ohio in the championship race. We have Medina at 12th, Beaver Creek, historic team, 14th, Avon at 15th, and then Jubla- Dublin Jerome at 21st. So good, some good representation from Ohio there. Um, also in the girls, um, I had mentioned Caitlin Jones from Hilliard-Davidson, and then we had uh, Kayla Gonzalez from Shelby was 32nd, 18.04, um, and then Grace McKay from Mason rounds out the uh, top Ohio girls. She was 43rd in 18.15. So, I mean, that's just seven girls I named uh, that were all under 18.15, which is fast, especially on this course. Um, I think I missed, actually. Bella Butler was 12th 
in the race. Yeah, D2 I'm state champ. She ran 1741. Yeah. That's um, really impressive. It is. That is quick. That's a good course. Obviously, 12 little short of being in that top five. I think, I don't know about you guys, I was hoping for a, uh, a Katie Clute appearance. I knew she wasn't going to be there. A Katie Clute a or drop. a Sarah Pierre. <laughs> Um, yeah. Someone, Katie Clute specifically, could can uh, yeah, get she, in there with the best. She would move on, no right. doubt about it. If all I, things go, I agree. It fine. was. Yeah. I mean, it was fast. You had to run. Got it up somewhere here. You had to run fast. That's the point. Yeah, um, I'd hope so. Right under seventeen was the uh, last spot. Wow. So that's so it's even faster than her PR, even. Not to say she seventeen eleven was the fifth spot out. Oh, oh so. Right, right around her. Seventeen eleven. Yep, seventeen oh two was the four spot. That's what I was thinking in my head. Gotcha. She would have been a near shoe in. Yeah, uh, but uh, we'll see. see. Footlocker, right? Yeah, Footlocker yeah. and running lane as well. I don't think people are gradu- uh, uh, going towards running lane very much. Even in these this first weekend of NXR, I thought we saw some really heavy nationally ranked teams participate. I don't think we would have seen that if they weren't going to, planning on going to NXM because NXN and running lane are on the same weekend. Yeah, I think so. The, I think the crowds are flocking back to NXN after the gap years. It's cooler. Yeah, it it's is. In Oregon, I mean, objectively like, cool, cooler. Definitely cooler. You get I all agree. the gear. You get all this cool stuff. They fly you out. Hopefully, they fly you back too. <laughs> and <laughs> but it's action, awesome. Of course, it's of on course. Nike's headquarter. Right. Who wouldn't want to go to see that? Come on now. Absolutely. And I think that the whole like qualifying process is a lot cooler. Cool. Nike, where running lane, you just kind of sign up and go. But Nike right. gets a lot cooler qualifying process. It's deeper. And there's a prestige to it. Prestige. It's been around for a long time. Yeah. It's historic. You get to run at these cool courses that everyone talks about. And meanwhile, running lanes like, like a mile new. split flex. So yeah. You, can yeah. Run, you know what I mean? And I don't mean no knock on anyone that runs, that does well at running lane, but more those times. And I, like I look <laughs> <Just> at, <laughs> like specific, like I'm spending a little bit of time looking at, um, uh, the Ohio kind of all-time cross-country rankings because mm-hmm. they've been messed up a little bit this weekend. But some of the like the one kid I don't I don't want to name drop kids because but there's run, running lane times on there and it's just not it's just not as prestigious to run when you're running fast in that course. You run fast at running lane or you're Connor Ackley, you go fourteen twenty nine on a very average to even below yeah, average I course. Agree. I mean that um, is impressive, which brings me. Sh- Straight to the point. I was going to say arguably one of the greatest cross-country performance in OHSA history. I, I agree. And if that's you count some, the OHSA, I obviously agree. it's post-season. I agree, but, and that's something we're going to touch yeah. on for sure. Yeah. Um. Obviously, those girls' times I just listed off, some very qu- quick times, some fast times. Right. Um. Perhaps it would be weighed a little bit differently if we threw some of the other girls in there, like Katie Clute and Sarah Pierre. Um. But on the men's side, the race as a whole was deep. The guys at the front, I think, just weighed – the uh strung out those times really fast so i feel bad because i'm not giving a lot of credit to a lot of ohio guys as i'm going to list off some of these individuals but i i don't have enough time the race was so deep there were so many ohio guys that ran under like 1545 i've never seen that many people under 16 on that course or honestly kind of in general not anywhere anywhere it was insanity It yeah. was, and maybe this is something I should have looked at a little bit deeper on the women's side, but on the men's side, because I had been looking at this because obviously my boys from Arlington were there. Yeah. Every state that was there had all their good teams and individuals go. Everybody went wow. to NXR this year. Like, everyone. All the ranked, national ranked teams, all the individuals, and maybe that was part of it. Um, 
but I, I kind of... Something in the air, man. I, I know. I kind of cut it off at the sub-1530 uh, performances because sure. I, I don't have enough time, but there's a lot of kids, like the freshman from... Uh, Lana Kimmel? Uh, no, I, I will talk about him. <laughs> the one who The one who runner-up in Division three. gosh. Schneider. Luke Schneider. Ran 1537. I'm not wow. even going to talk about him. Wow. I mean, there's a lot of guys who ran 20-plus seconds faster at the, than the state meet at this course. Now, state meet times, whatnot, weren't windy, yeah. but still they would have ran faster. Um, guys like Colin Trinansky, D2 state champ, he ran 1536. I, I don't even, like, I don't have time to talk about a lot of these guys who ran yeah. incredibly well. Um, but I'll, I'll let it hop in. I previously mentioned Mike Nichols from Arlington ran 1525. Huge day for him. Um, specifically, what I'm curious to see how this develops, obviously he beat Cernansky wasn't Cernansky's best day, but this would be, uh, this would compare to the times that Cernansky was running, and this was on a very legit course. Cernansky's obviously the real deal, state champ, has the accolades, but his PRs were in Worcester, Riverside, which ran really fast, yeah, really early. Did, yeah. For Mike Nichols, around 1525, my point is, yeah. I don't think he's here to play. I think things, and you never know how things are going to develop in the future, but guys are always like, Sarnansky and Nichols, the top two guys returning in the state last yeah. year in Division Two, can Nichols compete with Sarnansky? I don't know. Maybe sure. he can. It, I don't see why not. Based off that. of Saturday yeah. or uh, Sunday, he can. I think he um, can. And I'm not yeah. throwing any bias in there, but I think that's just I think that's cool to look at. When you guy cool. that makes that big of a jump, is he ready for make that jump to the next level to we'll run see, with indoor track time? To run man. with the big dogs. Be fun to see. Absolutely. Cool breakout performance action. Right. Absolutely. Um. Won't spend too much time on Mike though. Next we got Joshua Razor from Dublin, Jerome. Beast, Huge yeah. PR. He had about twenty-five seconds. It's thirty-second to meet, ran fifteen twenty-five. Nice. Um Trevor Lenoy, one of the previously mentioned triplets from Lancaster, was thirtieth in fifteen twenty-four. You're noticing yeah. these times are tight. It was like boom, 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 boom. Once you hit fifteen flat this weekend. Um right. then talk about him all year. We were slightly no disrespect to Landon, <laughs> but we were slightly disappointed with his state meet performance. Imagine being yeah. disappointed with a freshman yeah. running That's 16 flat. Is, man. Popped yeah. off Landon Camel freshman, Tippecanoe, 30th in 1523. That's his most impressive performance this year. I don't care about his 1513. Terra mm-hmm. Hote. That's phenomenal. I'm calling it Terra Hot. I don't care. Gosh. That is phenomenal. Right. Um, he does it again. Uh, Top freshman. Uh, honestly, this is probably the fastest time I ever ran by a freshman on this course ever. To my to my knowledge, that's the fastest. He just that's true. There's no way anyone any freshman's ever ran quicker on this course. There's no way. You might be right. There's just no way. I was, I was top returner, my junior year with like a fifteen thirty. That would be a hard stat to check. I mean, we got it. There's no uh, performance list for the uh, at least from Ohio it course. Is. Yeah. There's just no way, bro. I'm yeah. putting it there. Okay. I don't even need to do the research. I know in my head. He knows. He knows. <laughs> I, d- I just know. Yeah, because, well, here's how I know. Because a lot of years, 1523 will almost make it to NXN. Yeah. It's top 10. I went 1520 my senior year. <laughs> yeah, well, too bad. You were 30th this year. No prayer. No shot. Yeah. Uh, Liam Shaughnessy, so- Dublin Kaufman. Next guy to talk about. Um, he's from, I like this kid. He just came in to do Ohio State. He's a yeah. 414 miler on the track. But he just ran 15-12. It was a phenomenal race. I was at that course. He just kind of moved up by alone by himself the whole race. Uh, obviously a great, great uh, meet for him. Um, next, we got Sam Rashuti, junior, Dublin Jerome. We've been talking about him all year. A phenomenal ton of talent. Was just runner-up to Ackley last week. Well, he was the fourth Ohio guy today. Um, but he ran 15-06 for 14th. Uh, 
Next, we have Ben Gableman. I feel like this guy's flown a little bit under the radar because of those big names we've had all year, Ackley, Rice, Rashuti. Um, but he ran phenomenal. He was uh, fourth last week at the state meet, but still, it just flies a little under the radar. He's a 412 miler as a sophomore. Um, but big day from him. He ran 1502. For 11th. That's the future right 1502 there. for 11th? What? Yeah. A junior. That doesn't even make sense. That's a future of Ohio. That kid is um, good. And then Tommy Rice, 7th, 1458. Big day for him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Big PR. Good little bounce back. About, yeah. I liked it as Congrats well. He was sub-15 finally. He was well deserved. hauling the last half mile of that race. Good. He was, you know, you kind of come through the start line at that course, and then you finish. I know finish exactly what you mean. Little, long He was away. working hard. Yeah. And I want to. It's a long time to work hard for it, too. It is. And I want to touch on a couple things before I before we start discussing Ackley, because I got a few minutes there and a few things I want to bring <laughs> up with you guys. There. Sorry, buddy. Um, sure. I'm interested a little bit to see how things are going to play out once we hit the track, because you have these guys Obviously, Ackley is, I mean, right as of now, he's in a division by himself, obviously, though. Yeah. Tommy Rice is returning 3,200 state champ. But then you got these guys like Ben Gableman, ran 15.02, is only four seconds behind Tommy. Last year, he ran the mile at state. He ran 4.12. And you got Sam Rashuti. He was, what, third or fourth, ran 9.07, 8, something like that. Yeah. Um, Take out Liam Shaughnessy, ran 15-12. He was a miler last year, didn't even make it to the state meet because he ran 4-15 in his region and was like sixth. Yeah, that's nuts. Which sucks. Um, I'm interested to see how that uh, two-mile can develop. Obviously, you need weather and things like that to kind of play in your favor. But I think we could really see some cool things develop in those state meets. You look um, kind of throughout history. There's a couple off the top of my head, I believe 2016, 17, 18, um, there's a couple years, you know, you get a guy or two under nine and a few guys low nines as well. Usually about nine, ten rounds off the podium those years, maybe a few seconds higher. But I think we could be in for something really cool if all these guys opted to go for the two mile. That being said, if Connor Ackley is in the two mile, I don't see these guys opting for the two mile. You know what I mean? Because yeah. you look at that mile and it's almost wide open. Interesting. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because you, I just list all these guys off. Rashuti 1506, Gableman 1502, Rice 1458, Ackley 1429. We'll get there in a second still, but obviously he's head and shoulders above everyone else in the miles. Chevalier's gone. Ackley was runner-up last year. He ran 410, which is obviously very fast but not even in the realm of a 1429 here's the thing does right does he run the two mile next year or does he stick with the 16 i thought he should have gone for it last year he dns'd it i don't know yeah interesting Uh, you can do whatever he wants and we'll win whatever he chooses yeah but that mile it's just so different it's not even you're not even talking about distance runners you talk you got all these loveland guys from last year who are all 816 guys they were like 10th at the state meet and cross which is good but then they ran 746 won the four by eight chevalier is a straight miler you're just talking you bring in different guys you wouldn't usually bring in okay um i just think that'll be something interesting to watch how many guys can you get under nine there's only ever been two or three in one season how many could we get in a race if we threw all these guys together yeah Mm -hmm. um and obviously the depth of this race brought all those times down. If everyone was just out in no man's land, that changes things. Of course. Um, uh, from what I heard about this race, it was just a complete foot race from the beginning. And get, it, they got out blazing. It was. I was there. They said, I I was looking on a Indiana Mile Split, wrote something about the meet. Said they got out in like high 420s. 
That is not true. I was standing there at the line. I started the watch when the gun went off. They were out in like 425. What the heck? Are you Are serious? Sh- yes, they were. Ho- you didn't see Col- that in high school. Because my boy ever. Colin from Marlington was in 436, and he was like 20th. What the heck? He wasn't. Oh, he wasn't only six seconds behind those guys. I mean, they were cooking. The first K wow. was like 240. Yeah, it is That's... downhill, but still very, very, very right. impressive. Right. Very impressive. That brings us into my last kind of talking point, which is going to wrap up a lot of our high school stuff for the year. We'll have a little bit more, but this is where most of the guys are going to go. We have some plans. Right. I just mean there's not going to be as many people racing for cross country. Yeah. Connor Ackley, fourth in 1429, led a handful of guys under – he didn't lead them. He was with a handful of guys who went under the previous course records with a lot of big names who have already ran at this course. I mean – just from Ohio, Caleb Brown was obviously there two years ago. He mm-hmm. ran fourteen. He ran about fifteen flat, um, but he was third at NXN. He's third at NXN, ran fifteen flat. Connor Ackley was just fourth <laughs> in fourteen twenty nine uh, on the same course. Obviously, yeah. I don't remember the conditions from that uh, Caleb Brown day off the top of my head. It's, it's but pretty. He got it's beat. Pretty decent. Pretty I, average. Was it? I was in that race. Yeah. Okay. And he actually got beat by Josh Methner, who was runner up at NXN that year. Yeah. Um, Connor Ackley also broke our uh, teammate Zach Kreft's um, Ohio record by tenths. And no disrespect wow. to Zach Kreft, but Terra Hot's harder than the Midwest Media Champions. <laughs> That's true. Um, and I just want to kind of open up to you guys a little bit. We uh, on our run the other day. Oh man! We, uh, oh dear. And I want to keep. I want to keep this contained. Yeah. Um, yeah. Ackley obviously breaking Zach Kreft's records. When you talk, where that puts. Uh, Ackley in front of a lot of runners in Ohio history and maybe you guys would need to pull up times or something whatever works for you but where does that put Ackley and we need to keep this contained yeah where does that put Ackley all time in Ohio yes and and what does and more so what does he need to do to kind of um uh, what's the word I'm looking for insert himself with into that, that goat name into that goat greatest of Ohio yeah. all time and like I said, I want to keep this contained. But obviously, breaking someone like Zach Kreft's records, okay, respectfully to Kreft, no one said he was the best runner of all time in Ohio. Right. I think a little bit is because a lot of people question the validity of the course that he ran on. And the track times, too. And he also ran His 858, great, which is phenomenal. But there's, it's, there's a lot of guys that yeah. ran closer to 850 and then under as well. Yeah, there's a handful of there's sub 850 in Ohio history. Right. Um, but I think this 1429 is very legit. So what do we want? What do we want to see from Ackley come the eight sure. la- come the eight laps in the um, spring? First off, I just want to say that we spent the majority of Monday's run, maybe like all ten miles of it for me at least, talking about the best of all time, Ohio. It was crazy. It was one of the craziest yeah. debates. debates I've ever seen. It was awesome. And, and I think the best of Ohio all time is a is a ep- maybe a later episode because I think it'll take and up and a and lot and of time. And I think it will be, and I think we might bring in our teammate too who had a lot to say about this, Zach Benito, and um, we'll see. But um, that'll be a later, a later date episode. But did you ask what does he need to do to insert himself? Yes, in what does G- Ackley need to do, the greatest of Ohio, and what do we want to see? And what would we expect to see come this 3200? Because he was fourth in 1429. Sometimes you have to get pulled to these things. I would personally like him to not only run the fast time, but also get the accolade. And I don't mean a state title. I know he'll get that. I mean a national title. I mean a Brooks PR finish, top top two at least. Um, just from what other guys in the past have done, like Jordan won Brooks PR, Dustin won Brooks PR. Uh, guys in the mile. In, in the mile. But Jordan won two mile. But um, I'd like to see him win the Brooks PR meet. 
and I would like to see him go at the very least 840 mid. 840 mid would definitely insert his name. I just think uh, 850 is just not going to cut it. There's like three or four guys that I would firmly put ahead of him, like guys from like the 80s and 70s even that were able to go sub-850 before 850 was even a thing for high schoolers. You know, the Bob Kennedys of the world, the... Alan Sharshu didn't have Alan yeah. didn't have a 5K, but he went 840 on the track. Right, and he split. If you look at his splits, he would have had to split 915 for his two and a half mile race. <laughs> That's disgusting. So that for reasons like that, I I can't. I just can't say he's the best in Ohio if he can't at least match a similar track time because obviously cross times are. I mean, I I legitimately. I'm sure he went 1429, but that was legit. But I like to see him run that really quick track time for me to insert his name in there. Uh, me, before we even get to track, he's got to do it on the cross-country course. Sure. Let's yeah. go. Dustin Horder, 2017, 6 at NXN. Caleb Brown in 2019, 3rd at NXN. Sam, that conversation, Sam Wharton won NXN 2012. In 2012, he's got to be somewhere in that vicinity of top 5, top 6, and then he has to move on to the track. And he's got to, of course, Continue run there. his regular season. He's got to run... He's got to run under 405 in the 16. He's got to run under 845 I'd say. in the 3200. Yeah. And he's got to go to nationals, and he's got to have a podium finish and do really well, um, right. whether that's the Brook PR or New Balance Nationals. Right. He's got to go to it. New Balance Nationals, honestly, maybe a, little bit, maybe a little bit less. It is very good competition, but the Brooks PR is where, where, where everyone goes to yeah. compete. Uh, I mean, and it is invite only, so he's got to get invited, which I think he would. Yeah, he should. But he's got to. Usually, you see those early track times and whatnot. Maybe something like an Arcadia. It's where mm-hmm. a lot of. I know Caleb Brown was looking at that his senior year. Yeah, Caleb Brown's also someone too who I think not necessarily overlooked, but he didn't have that senior track season. Yes, after a yes. Good third place yeah. finish at NXN, and a dominant eight, indoor team, eight fifty four. Yeah. Who says he couldn't have gone 845? That's facts, yeah. I completely agree. I feel like Caleb Brown was kind of cut short by the pandemic, which is very unfortunate, obviously, for all those guys. But, yeah, Caleb Brown's a name. I mean, I won't know about greatest of all time, but definitely an overlooked name. I completely agree. Absolutely. Well, yeah, and, I mean, he's got to go name out in last year or two years ago. Facts. ran 842 in the full two-mile yeah. to win that Brooks PR I, he's got to do something similar or comparable yeah. to that. Where you argue, though, Nate Mountain does not have the cross-country accolades. That's true. Yeah, in that's true. In any form of yeah. matter. He uh, has his a, PR's fine. He has a yeah. 1446 awesome. at a Trinity Valkyrie invite that no one likes to even yeah, talk I mean, about because yeah. I've heard it's an absolute... What? Nate Mountain it's was it's Nate Mountain was fast. not Nate Mountain until in, come indoor, come outdoor, and I know. <laughs> and, I, and trust me, because I, I, yeah. I, I know for I know firsthand. Right. But I think yeah, I think you kind of took away his, any shot of him being the greatest of all time, beating him at that statement in twenty twenty. Cross, to be honest with you. <laughs> all right. Well, that. But yeah, that wraps Continue. up the uh, high school segment a bit. I'm sure we'll we'll have more conversations coming forward, especially as we get into uh, Foot Locker and yeah. Running Lane. We'll probably have the same conversation. Hopefully, maybe with Katie Clute. She the best ever. We'll find out. But I'll I'll pass the uh, stick off to Hunter. Sure. Uh, some college stuff. A little quick college stuff. It's a uh, segment uh, we're going to run here. We're going to go through all the divisions. D1 and D3 had their national meet this weekend. D2 has regionals. Uh, D2 nationals will be in three weeks. We'll talk about that later uh, in another episode. But I kind of want to go with you guys. Obviously, you guys aren't as prepared as I was looking into this. But I'm kind of going to ask, ask you guys a question. Kind of like a couple weeks, a couple segments ago where I um, asked about the, who you think is going to win that conference. I'm going to do the same thing with 
uh, team-wise, individual-wise, who do you think will be the greatest, the best Ohio team or best Ohio individual that either went to high school in Ohio or runs for an Ohio team in each division? And uh, I'll also get my input, of course. But Division three men's, uh, individual mm-hmm. is the most obvious. Um, I don't know if we'll even talk about it that much, but uh, Alex Phillips. Uh, <laughs> Alex Phillips. <laughs> I don't know. Is there anyone to challenge him? Um, in, a, in the country? In the I country know. this year in D3. I don't think so. I mean, you can look it up, but. Really? I'm, I'm going to run that right I now. I think he's that good. Where I, 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 I can, that I can even like not even look at the. He's him. Okay, he, he's yeah. He's him. He is that good. Uh, the old reliable lactic, <laughs> yeah, has, lactic has, yeah. has him at the top. So, By I mean, it looks good for interesting. It has Jeff Joseph at 13th, Simon Hayes at 11th. Yeah, well, maybe that's a better question. Who's going to be the second individual from Ohio? Will it be Cal, Simon, um, Jeff, Jeff? I like my boy Jeff Joseph. I ran, I ran against Jeff in high Me school. Too. He's a super, super humble kid. Yeah, he didn't get boys. good till later yeah. on. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Not saying uh, these other guys are, but. Wilmington's got their three in there. They got half their team in there. It's funny. Um, and you don't really team? see three individuals qualify for internationals, but Wilmington has three, but not their team. The team didn't make it. That's hard. Yeah. That's that's hard to do. Yeah, it's hard to do. Four, five, <laughs> you, have to, you have to work yeah. hard for that, yeah. Yeah. especially, yeah, in no disrespect, in Division three where there's not yeah, as much it's depth. It's not that deep, yeah, unfortunately. Um, on, I, I don't know about uh, Cal. I just, I've heard things. He's been hurt. He didn't look the best at regionals. He dropped off pretty hard. Um, I'm just going to say Simon Hayes, second best Ohio individual. I think he's the second most talented. Um, I don't know. I just, that's who I think for that. Uh, team wise, mm-hmm. JCU or Case Western, probably JCU will be the best team. They're finding a way to turn it on at the right time. They looked really good at OACs. They looked really good at regionals. Um, They've been doing this thing a little bit. Yeah, you yeah. got a low stick. You got a one or I mean, and this is a meet, two pointer. And this is the meat you have that low stick in. Of course, it's nationals. It's going to mean so much more. That Alex Phillips gives you a one, or like you said, maybe heaven forbid a two, but probably a one. Uh, they just have to score four guys at that point. I think JCU is going to be your best Ohio finish. Uh, they're only ranked like 16th last time I checked. So I. Uh, I don't know. We'll see if they can get a top 10 fit. They were fourth last year, but we'll, we'll, we'll see on that one. Women's side, D3. Women's Ohio is not very deep, unfortunately. JCU is ranked 23rd in the nation uh, team-wise, and I, I think they'll be the team that does it for Ohio. Not that many teams are in there. Uh, Mount Union is in it, but I don't know. Individual-wise, no one should be All-American. I think ONU's individual qualifier is ranked 44th on uh, Lactic, so maybe she gets All-American, but... Got a bubble, bubble player. Bubble anything, player. Anything can happen. Anything can happen, facts. Um, Has she been to Nationals before? No. That Tessa, can always change Tessa things. Pitkovich, she's never been, I don't think. So we'll, we'll see on that. So hopefully we get a few All-Americans on the women's side of D3. And best of luck to Mount Union and JCU um, as they will compete this weekend at Michigan State for the D3 National Meet. Um, let's go down to D2 Regionals. Who do we think is going to qualify? Uh, men's side, individual. Uh, we'll go team because I don't uh, – I feel like this will get rid of all the individuals. Um, Walsh, I think, will obviously qualify. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's a. I don't Walsh, think it's a, Walsh men. We are Walsh men. men. Walsh Nobody men. else. You don't um, give Northwood a spot. They're not from Ohio. Oh, they're duh. just GMAC. But um, I think Cedarville misses it. They haven't been good enough. And Raymond, we set him as a wild card. He's just not in shape right now. I saw what he ran at GMAC. I was there. He was buried. He's just not in shape to be in their varsity. Uh, so I think their five screws them over a little too much. Cedarville will not make it. That's my official prediction. I don't know what you guys think about that. That's fair enough. Walsh makes it. Walsh that's makes it. That's it. Individuals, up. I'll go. No Fisher, obviously. And I think Jordan Foster pulled, finds a way to get himself in the mix there. I'll, I'll, I'll say Foster makes it. 
I don't think the Haven will make it. He has not looked good since September. Um, no diss on him. I mean, he knows it, I'm sure. Okay. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's, that's all I got individually as well from D2 runners in Ohio. I'm going to – I'm just feeling blunt today. Yeah, I'm just telling how it is. Going to heavily disagree and say that no official will be the only individual qualifier. Well, I said – I didn't say for us to for sure. I, th- I think he'll make it. I don't know for sure, but okay. This dude, this region is looking thick. I'm not gonna lie. Well, are a lot of those guys individuals, deep. or a lot of those teams? Because that matters. Uh, it's a, it's, it's a mix. Okay. Well, then maybe it, you're it's, right. It's a huge mix. I mean, he's gonna have to pull something crazy. I mean, obviously, it helps that half of the top field is all Grand Valley State guys, and obviously, they will be qualifying out as a team. But you just have so many random guys in there that are ex- extremely good. Fair point. So, nice. I don't know. We'll see. It's very fair. Um, Women's side, team wise, I think Cedar Bill's the only team that makes it out, and they're, they're obviously we talked about it a lot. They're really. Are they still team. seventh? Did that change? That might have changed, but maybe not. <laughs> Sorry, I did not check this. Walsh women have a chance. They're on the bubble. I'm, the bubble. I'm saying they have a chance. And they, this need is, an, they need a bid spot. And this is because the last year they qualified out, qualified out That's as the seventh spot. Yeah. And so I, I mean, we don't know. Anything but can happen. I, I believe they're ranked eighth in the region through the coaches' poll. So, I mean, you're knocking on the door. We will see what happens. Anything can happen on a given day. Given so day, that's, that's something that. to keep tabs on. That's what awesome about this sport. Love it. <laughs> yeah. Let's get to the exciting part. D1, baby. Who? Okay, I'll, t- I'll tell you oh guys. Oh, my the- gosh. That was exciting. <laughs> Thrilling. Uh, Watch the last episode if you... Don't yeah. know anything about it. So we'll start with the men's because I feel like the women's is more exciting. There's more of it there for D1. Um, so we'll leave that for last. But men, um, looking at Lactic, there's only uh, three guys rated in the top 100 individually that are from the Ohio High School that run for Ohio. And there's only one guy who made it out of Ohio. No team made it out of Ohio men-wise. It's just Beatty Ball like we talked about last time. And, uh, I don't think he'll be the highest placement looking at these other guys. I don't think he'll even sniff an All-American spot. I mean, it's great he made it, but he's just not as good as those guys. You said it, I'm Yeah. Not. It's, it's fair to say. Um, you got Arjun rated 100, according to Lactic. Michigan, yeah. by the way. Yeah, Mich- Arjun of Michigan, I'm sorry. Yep. And then 69th, Anthony Camary is from Broadville, Brexview High. Arjun's from Thomas Renton, by the way, for those who don't know. Uh, Anthony Camary, same grade as Arjun, Brexville, Broadview Heights, and he runs for Ole Miss, and he ran for Miami last year. He's a beast, uh, 750 low, uh, 1330s guy. He's rated 69th. Uh, that's a little bubble spot probably for the All American, and any, and this is just lactic. This isn't real. This isn't real. You know, I mean it's real, but you know what I'm saying. It's it's not the bend, end all be all. Uh, and the only other one rated, I think he's a top guy from Ohio. It's Vincent Vinny Mari, Arizona State. He's from Howland High School, graduated 2019. Uh, he's an absolute animal in college. He's he was good in high school, mm-hmm. and he's just completely stepped up his game in college. He's he's legitimately a 340 guy, 340 low guy. Um, yeah, almost, maybe even more impressively, 1339 on the track. Yes. Which is incredible. And we did not talk about it last episode because the Mountain West or the West Regional had not occurred yet. Yeah. But he ran 2842. Yeah. <laughs> yes. And he's, yeah. That region. Oh, woo. Yeah, yeah, that, that and region. He got, and he got 11th in that. Yeah. He got 11th in that meet, I, which is insane. To, to be fair, it was, it was a really fast course and everyone ran it really quick. Right. But still, just... Putting that time out there is kind of wild, especially on a cross-country day. Right. And respectfully, Nico Young, who won that, I believe would have podiumed at the NCAA oh. 10K on the track. Oh, most definitely. With that time? Yes. <laughs> yeah, I, 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 I checked some of those times and looked at where they'd place uh, on the track, and it's a little suspect. But yeah, 
I'm not here to judge. One of the Mari mixed it still, up with He still ran really it for 10,000 meters. And he's rated 44th, Cornelactic, and... My prediction is Vinny Mari will be your top D1 Ohio individual. I got Vinny Mar- Mari All-American. Me too. I think he does. I think he's such a I, talented I think he's, runner. he's talented enough. He's done Faith it before. In the Ohio boys. Yeah, he's been I, there before. Uh, I think all three of them will actually get on. I think Arjun will find a way, and I think Arjun looked good. Anthony yeah. Camary will find a way, and I think Vinny will find a way. And then a little yeah. special um, announcement. Not announcement, sorry. A special little shout-out. Uh, Aaron Beinfeld, he's not from Ohio, he didn't go to Ohio High School, but he ran for UC for a few years. Yeah. He's an Oregon's best runner. Yeah. Uh, Aaron Beinfeld, he's one of the best runners in the country. He's rated 7th in the nation. Dude, that's elected. nuts. Aaron Beinfeld, living yeah. the, literally living the dream. He yeah. goes to Oregon, he's their top runner, he becomes incredible, yeah. he's ranked top in the nation. Right. I mean, it does literally does not get much better. We want to say that. best of luck to you, Aaron. Um, obviously, like I just said, he's from Germany. He's not from Ohio High School. But he did run for UC for his, most of his college career, and that's where a lot of people do know him. And, um, yeah. yeah. So we want, we're obviously rooting for him to, over here. So uh, make us proud. Make the Buckeyes stay <laughs> proud. I guess. For your yeah, absolutely. Experience. And then, uh, lastly, for the uh, the college uh, is the woman. And there's a few. There's four, five women from Ohio. Uh, Andrea Kuhn. She actually runs for Ohio State. Their team made it. Um, and she is rated 90th lactic wise. Lydia Miller, she's from Lipscomb. She went to Thomas Worthington. She's 89th. And then we got um, Joy Churcher. She runs for Toledo. She's 56. Uh, Sydney Seymour, she's from Tennessee. She's NC State's like five, but she's from Ohio. She went to Tennessee last year. Um, she's rated 33rd. Um, Addie Angles, 23rd. She runs for Hyatt State. She's from Ohio, obviously. She runs for Hyatt State. Where did Seymour go to high school? What's it? It's, it's, it's a Cleveland school. And I. I She's great below me, and I completely am blanking on this. Because I was looking at results she, the other day, and I saw her name, and I was like, I know her because I spend a lot of she, time on Miles Split, and I'm willing to admit. She was good in high school. Uh, got really good at Tennessee, uh, where she ran for four years, and she was sub-16 on the track. And she grad transferred, or maybe just transferred to NC oh. State. So that's, that's a freaking uh, That's a good grad transfer. Oh, <laughs> gosh. She ran for Cleveland at St. Josephine, so yeah. yep. private you have it all girls school. And then your top girl, um, she's from Cincinnati Turpin, uh, NC State's three <laughs> somehow, is Sam Bush. Um, she's rated 12 or 13th, according uh, to Lactic. And she's their three. That's how deep this NC, NC State, team State is. girls yeah. are filthy. Yeah. They were doing stuff on the track that was, the depth was just yeah. ridiculous. And we're not a North Carolina podcast, but it yeah. was. Yeah. Nasty. I mean, it's probably one of the. I, I can't. I don't know for sure, but probably one of the best teams in in set history. You have to think. I would like. I would think so. I know they barely. They one barely beat um, a few weeks ago. I don't know who it was. Maybe it was New Mexico At or. The is that where it was? New Mexico. I something like. I think yeah. it was New Mexico. I think it was. Who's ranked second right now? Their team won it last year. They were legit. Right. Um, it'll be fun to see. Yeah. Um, what your guys' predictions? Top female individual, either from Ohio or runs for Ohio team. I mean, how do you not go with Sam Bush? Yeah. Addie she's Ingles running with the team. The only other one. Addie Ingle's legit, but she's just... She's sub-20. I, th- I think that she's going to follow the trend of her season in Ohio State season where they've just been putting it on late into the season and that she can have a really good performance. And you said, what was she in the Lactic? 23rd. Oh. Ooh. So she's not even that far behind. No, okay. 33rd. No, 33rd Sydney Seymour. Dang, Ohio girls, man. We got they'll be like we got some stars running. Like, we'll, we'll be might be like five of them. Interesting. Yeah. Last year, Addie Ingle was also runner up at the Great Lakes Regional. Then she was sixties at the uh, 
national okay. meet. Mm-hmm. Not saying at. things That's repeat histor- themselves. I mean, you got to look at historical. Um, you have to factor it in there. And I'm, yeah. I'm just curious, obviously rooting for. Um, but yeah, I mean, Sam Bush. Yeah, that's what I got. Sam Bush NC probably it's too overpowered. Yeah. Also, good luck to Carmen Rihanna it's from Miami. She made it individually. Um, pretty awesome to see her. We talked about her a few times. Ended so. up making it out because she made it out because we took six teams. We took six teams. That's yeah. That is very true. Uh, but lastly, then obviously it would go to high, best Ohio team. Wait, it's just two, right? Toledo, Ohio State. Oh yeah, we got we got a um, oh. shoot. We got a little uh, Ohio State. I think they have three girls top 100 in lactic. Their four five kind of hurts them, but they're good, man. Plus, Eddie Angles that good low stick. I'm gonna turn around and give it to Toledo. You know what? I'm gonna give it to Toledo. I think that they have a better four, five, six duo, and some of those, uh, some of those women, the Vining twins, uh, they fill in. And Lou Troy's, yeah. they have a better day. They, they fill in, and, 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 and they use that depth, and you that cool they're going to run better. Two good twins on a team. Yeah, that's, that's insane. So cool. <laughs> I know, dude. I could only imagine. It's rather cool. I don't know, dude. I'm going back and forth right now. Mm-hmm. If you asked me a week and a half ago, I would have said Toledo. Yeah. I mean, they were only they were only twenty points of high state at the at the uh-huh. regional, and those twenty points uh, were they made up pretty easily. We're all credited yeah. one runner on Toledo falling back. So I mean, really, one person has a better day, and you're you're, right. you're back to square one. I agree. You're you're even. Oh, I agree with what you're saying, but I'm still going to Ohio State. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Go Bucks, baby. I uh, mm. I, I don't know. Ooh. I'm flipping a coin. It says Ohio State's going to be the okay. better team. So. Oh, coin um, yeah. Okay. Awesome, guys. Thanks for participating. Uh, I guess we'll do a question of the week before we end things here. Uh, <laughs> I, I, just, love I, just, these, I just love these questions of the week. Is, um, what sport would you do if you didn't do running? Oh. Like. Collegiately. Collegi- like, yeah. I'd have to be. I don't know if I'm good enough to do any other sports league. No, 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 no. In a world, if I was. Uh, yeah, in a world that you were. That's what I mean. Basketball. I would also say basketball. I always loved basketball. Me too. Played through my sophomore year. Did not, but I still love it. <laughs> okay, well, I I played football for five, six years, tackle football. I've seen you tackle that dummy outside by the practice. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so I, I, I think I'm going to have to go football, but I don't know. Sometimes I look at... Our football team, I just see like this long practice they have out there, and it just it just doesn't look fun. I don't yeah. know. Maybe I just don't like the way the culture looks of our football team. It's probably true. Oh, like eight the, never sounds good, or nine or ten or whatever they one are now. Ten. Yeah. No, okay. it just doesn't look fun. But I know there's like I was on a football team. There's something special about like making to a championship. Sure. With your guys and hitting yeah. people hard, but I don't know. I'd be scared to get hard, kind of too. Like you don't want to get injured or hurt. You want to mess up that brain, man. That's bad. I need that. That is a good point. <laughs> football, though, final answer? Yeah, football. Football, yeah, basketball, football. There you go. Sweet. Well, cool. Del, you want to wrap us up here? Absolutely, boys. Talking Shop Podcast, Ohio's number one running podcast. Noah Graham Hunter Moore, Nathan Moore. We are out. Have a good one, guys. See ya. See ya.